Well, we're going to spend some time celebrating, as I said, God's faithfulness in, this, in our lives and, and, and sharing what we have to be thankful for, something that, how, that God has done in you or uh, for you, a uh, way he's encouraged you in the recent months. And I'm going to do something a little different than we typically do when we do this in our service at New Year's. Is, uh, there's this great psalm, Psalm 136, that... Uh, it has all these words of praise, followed by this refrain, for his love endures forever. I've got that up on the screen. His love endures forever. See it? Let's all say that together. So I'm going to read a line, and you, just, you repeat. As soon as I f- stop talking, you say that. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Give thanks to the God of gods. Give thanks to the Lord of Lords. To him alone, who alone does great wonders. Who by his understanding made the heavens. You get the idea? It it goes on and and does that some more. And what I thought this morning as we, as I go around and and just anybody who wants to share for a minute or two, uh, a, a story of God's faithfulness or an example of God's faithfulness, or something you're grateful for. Um, why don't we, after they finish sharing, sometimes we've applauded in the past, let's all together say that, okay? After they've shared their little piece, their words of praise, we'll all say, is that doable? John, you're in? Excellent. Richard, good? Yeah? Ollie? Excellent, just checking. Just wanted to, you know... See if there's uh, blood pumping out there. So who wants to go first? Uh, who has a word of praise that they want to share this morning? I'll just invite you if you're able to stand up so people can see you and hear you. I think mine's appropriate after what we just heard there. Um, this year, Wayne and I moved, and God provided... Um, a home for us that we'd always dreamt of living in. And it was amazing how it all came together, and we just praise him for that. But that's not why I'm up here. The help that I got that day overwhelmed me. And uh, I had so many helpers with Ollie and Elaine and, and different ones. But I'll tell you, Marianne and Boyd, the weeks before, before I moved, and be, we'd been in this house for 40 years, and we had a lot of things to get rid of. The trips they made to Value Village and the dump for me with their truck, they came. They were just amazing. I just can't say enough. Moving day, they were right there. Uh, they even provided lunch for, for the workers and for the movers. And it was just, they brought a lunch. It was just beautiful. I didn't even think to provide lunch for anybody. Honestly, yeah. It was wonderful. And I'll tell you, I'm, they are an amazing couple. They, have, they were able to get rid of furniture for me that, to their friends that I wanted to give away. And it was just an amazing day. And I'll just say that that day, Marianne was the wind beneath my wings. All right. All together now. His. Excellent. Darlene, I saw your hand up. Are you still ready to share? This may sound a little silly to some of you. Two years ago, I was going on a trip, and 
I put all my better jewelry in little pouches. And I thought I'd put it in a handbag that I gave away to the church. We had that free. Anyway, I came and checked every purse. So did my family. Anyway, couldn't find it. So I went on my trip and fine. I got home and I still didn't find it. And my daughter says, I'm sure it's in the house. And I thought, oh, yeah, right. So this year, I'm going on a trip again. And uh, no, it was just before Ash Wednesday. I have this what they call winter itch. And my hands were bothering me. So I took off my rings, and I heard the Lord say, can you do that for 40 days? I said, sure, I can even do more than that. I said, I will not wear any jewelry for 40 days. And I went on my trip, and didn't. it was freeing because I didn't have to think, well, what will I take, you know, and for this and that and the other thing. And, and I came home, and the Sunday night was Easter Sunday, and I couldn't sleep, so I got up, and I was working on, I'm a sewer, so I was working on a project, and I was looking for something for this project, and lo and behold, (laughs) in a drawer that I've been into many times, there was my three pouches of my jewelry, and it's not, it's not the value, it is the sentiment, because some of the pieces were from my mom and some friends, and they were going to be handed down, so I just want (sighs) to... Be obedient. When the Lord says do something, even as stupid as not wearing jewelry, um, follow him because he'll bless. So anyway, thank you. All right. His love endures forever. That's good. Isn't that good? Angel. Uh, I want to share, those of you who know, when Anina left, she was supposed to do the Alpha and... uh, Devin asked me whether I would do lead the Alpha. Uh, I didn't want to because I felt like I had too many things to do, but I just, I prayed and I sensed the Lord saying um, he wanted me to do it. And I didn't realize how much work was involved, and uh, so it was a lot. And I, I prayed saying, Lord, and the Lord gave me a scripture uh, from 2 Corinthians 9, um, verse uh, eight, all the time in everything, I'm always uh, giving you everything you need so that you can do always all I ask you to do. And, uh, and you know, so I would pray and, you know, there were many teams to be built and it was amazing, like Hazel said, I would pray, and out of the woodworks, you know, the Lord raised up an army. I'm not kidding you. I was so amazed by the people who came and did Alpha. There was a cooking team of eight people. There was a a team of uh, leaders and helpers, and there was a setup team. There was a decorating team. There was a, a person who was doing flowers every, every Wednesday. There was a takedown team. And there was a prayer team that was praying. And it was amazing to see how God raises up people. And like Darlene said, even when things seem so big and you think, ah, I can't do that, you obey. And it's amazing 
testimony in your heart to say, oh, how faithful God is. How he provides. And all you have to do is take that first step. So anyway, I just think he is marvelous. And we have an awesome group of people who come alongside to, to move the kingdom of God forward. So... His love endures forever. And can I just say a thank you to all those people who served. What a gift you were. And uh, what, a, what a great uh, gift to the, those who came. I know that. And uh, we really appreciate that. Jerry. I just want to declare how faithful and how good God is. He has brought healing in my painful experiences in my life. And uh, those painful experiences originally leaked out and hurt the people that I loved, especially the ones who were closest to me. But he has brought healing into that. And not only that, but he is faithful in awakening dreams that have been in our hearts for years and years. And um, I know originally when I was asking the Lord if I should go to Sejay, uh, he awakened a dream that I had when I was a little girl of going to Africa. And again, so I did go to Sejay, uh, and again this year, he has opened an opportunity for me to go to Rwanda to bring healing to people there. Praise God. His love endures forever. When are you going to Rwanda, Jerry? July 31st. Okay, we'll be praying for you. That's an awesome. If there's a nation that needs healing in the world, Rwanda would be near the top. What a gracious thing to go. Yeah. David, sorry, Bill. Oh, David and then Bill. Uh, I've just been encouraged. I hope you, you realize God is alive and well and working on planet Earth. <laughs> and um, we had a, a, just a wonderful experience of that. Um, uh, one of the things, you know, we've, some of you who have been around for a few years have heard us talk as a leadership team about this idea of simple church. Uh, one of the fundamental premises of, of that is that we're not so busy with church activities that we are not available to relate to our neighbors, to actually be friends and uh, bring, uh, well, in hopefully, at least be, be friends of integrity to our neighbors that where God has planted us with, I guess. Um, so uh, being a retired man of leisure and uh, I... I never do anything so except have fun with my wife. So my wife and I go for uh, a breakfast every, every week. Uh, we have a breakfast date where we talk, catch up with one another and then go pray. So Derwin challenged us uh, uh, one week on a Sunday, and my wife, who's the spiritual one among us, uh, said, sense that, that God was asking her to um, invite our neighbors we've lived beside for seven years now uh, to come over and have a meal or a coffee or something. And uh, 
we, I've, we've had two conversations with those neighbors over seven years. They live across the lane. They're right beside us. Now, they're kind of private people, but still, that's probably not the greatest. So anyway, uh, we, we talked about it a number of times. So she felt God, on, a, on this Sunday, was saying, I want you to connect with those neighbors, invite them over. So we talk about it on our Thursday breakfast. We, we said, okay. As she brought it up, she said, you know, Dave, I think we should invite our neighbors over. And I said, you know, great, that's fine with me. We'll, we'll, we'll take that step and do it, and um, uh, we'll just see how the Lord leads for timing and so on. So no, our normal practice is after we have breakfast to go up to Como Lake Park and park and sit in the car and pray together. Uh, and uh, so, uh, so we did that. We parked. I probably three, three and a half minutes later, this car pulls in right next to us. Um, people get out to go walk around the lake, and Carrie goes, is that our neighbors? <laughs> and sure enough, it was this neighbor. It was this couple. They got out. They walked around the lake. They came back to their car. We hopped out and said, hey, you know, we were just talking about inviting you over to our, to our place. For uh, They go, no, 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 don't do that. You come over to our place. That's great. So, well, okay. So, so. The next night, we went over, they were invited their place for, for coffee after dinner, spent three hours just motoring through nonstop conversation, super, super connection, and, uh, uh, you know, we haven't talked to them since. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it was so good. So, really, God is alive and well on planet Earth, and we're waiting for him to lead us into the next thing. But uh, anyway, here we go. <laughs> Thank you. His love endures forever. I love that. That was almost the perfect testimony. Like, just very close, very close, Dave. Almost in the end zone. Just. I just wanted to uh, just... Uh, Thank the Lord for uh, just a bit of background. Some of you have been praying for our middle son, Kevin. Kevin uh, was diagnosed with a very aggressive form of brain cancer in 2014. Uh, I can't even, I look at the name of it, I can't pronounce it, so if there's doctors in the house, please forgive me, but it's uh, glioblastoma, and it was diagnosed at a stage four, and he was given about 15, 18 months to live when we were told that. The good news is that he's still living. And he, last year, uh, he went into what they call a, um, a clinical, it was a clinical remission. It wasn't complete because one of the natures of this particular cancer is that it comes back. It's not one of those things they can ever say you're free, really free of that cancer, but you can be treating it. So a year ago at this time, he uh, had a growth again. And so he was, so they hit him with, they couldn't do any more uh, radiation, so he just, they hit him with um, a call oncologist. I didn't know what an oncologist was, by the way, before this happened. But now I'm learning about those kind of things. But um, the, a year ago, he was diagnosed with a small tumor, so they just updosed the, 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 radi uh, the chemo, and they tried to, and we call it the cocktail. They didn't get the cocktail right. And so he went into another grand mal seizure, 
and was sent back into the hospital. And uh, again, our life was just sort of just, what's next, God? What's, what, are, what are you doing? What's happening here? And so I just want to fast forward it today. So he drove me to the church today. Um, he's preparing for a marathon. Uh, he doesn't know if he's going to do it, but he's preparing that way. He's exercising. He's gone back to work part-time. So God is good. Wow. His love endures forever. Wally. I would be remiss if I didn't give God some glory for what he's done for me. Um, I want to thank all of you who have been praying for me regularly. That makes a huge difference. And I praise God and thank God for my wonderful dear wife who has helped me so much. But I want to tell you what happened just a couple of weeks ago. I had a follow-up consultation, evaluation consultation from G.F. Strong with a doctor of physiology. And uh, I met with her and uh, we met with her. And uh, so she said, I want to examine you and evaluate you, but what do you want from me? So I said, well, I want to check if my exercise program is appropriate and, and helpful. So I want to tell you what I'm doing. So I went through my list of 26 items that I exercise with three times a week, and some of them every day. And uh, I got through the list, and she sat there wide-eyed. And finally she said, are you always this diligent? <laughs> and I thought, oh, good. So I said, well, I just want to know. She said, sounds good to me. You're covering all of the areas of range and motion and strength that you need to, and uh, so on. And then she examined me, and she was quite pleased and impressed with the increased range I have with my left arm and the full range I have with my right arm. And she said, my walking, my free walking, she said, it still needs a little bit more stability, and I agree. But she said, you're walking with your walker. She says, you're doing very well. You're st very stable. And so all of these things are little steps of progress, little baby steps of progress that I've been able to do. I can do some things this w to now today that I couldn't do a month ago. Little things, like, Darlene, you were talking about little silly things. Like, I, I, I was fine finally able to do up my seatbelt in the car. I've never been able to undo it. Now I can undo it. And, and another thing, some of you have noticed us here. I'm not needing them today, but when I try to put my gloves on, it's an adventure and we have to laugh because I get two fingers in one hole every time. But lately, I've gotten them on in one pull. So all, all these little things <laughs> are, are showing that God is still working with me and getting me better and better, slowly but surely. I've got a long ways to go, but thank God for what he's done for me and for all the people praying for me, and especially all of you and all the help you've given me. I am praising the Lord for you and for my wife and for the, my family that helped me so much. So praise God. His love endures forever. That's fantastic. Go ahead, uh, Marianne. Um, I just wanted to tell you about something uh, that happened at Alpha. Someone, uh, we, you know, we were talking during the event, and um, someone, um, I was on one of the teams, and someone um, said something about what was happening in their, li in their life. So we stopped and prayed, and then uh, later on, everyone was gone except one person doing the dishes. And then I said, wasn't that incredible, you know, and he... And he said, well, I didn't listen to the conversation. I just stopped and prayed. And then, um, and he said some really positive things about it. And that night he had mentioned it to his wife and his wife called this other woman and um, they talked about the situation. The next time we, we got together at Alpha, 
the one uh, that shared her, uh, her troubles, she said that night she received a phone call that she had been waiting to receive for a long time to be part of helping out this situation. So she had never received the conversation up to the night that we prayed for this, this woman and in her troubles and that. So, you know, it was just like a snowball effect, you know. She received like, like triple the, the glory of help that she never even would have, if she wouldn't have opened up and shared. So I'm trying to encourage everyone, open up and share because there's someone there besides God who, you know, can help you and share your experiences. I wanted to also share at, um, I work at the uh, naturopath Cairo office and, um, you know, some, we're not really supposed to share God with people there. It's kind of against the naturopathic way or whatever it is. And so I was told, you know, I was told not to, you know, mention God. We could get into trouble, right? But I always did anyway, but in a secret way, just in a secret way, kind of like, you know, quietly, but then... The office is closing, so now I'm not even being quiet, you know. I, but I was in the kitchen, and I knew there was a guy. He kept coming in. He kept coming in and uh, for appointments and that, and I thought, there's something he needs to learn. And, but, I, you know, I don't want to come across as if I know the business or anything, but I, I stood in the kitchen, and I was praying, God, what do you want me to say to this person? And here's a man from the Middle East, like, you know, that's kind of intimidating, right? And so I thought, I know I needed to say something, but I didn't know what. And so I went back to my reception area, and then I just started talking to him, and, you know, and, and oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And it, um, if you know Dr. Cashin's office, you have to wait a long time to get in, you know, to see him and that. So he went in, and then the next appointment, he, he really uh, said that thanks for the talk, that it really uh, helped him to guide him to open up to say what needed to be said because um, he, he wasn't opening up and saying exactly what the trouble was. So had I not had guidance from God, he may, maybe never had help with his problem, right? So again, I'm encouraging you, no matter what, you know, don't go against all the rules. But I mean, get out there and, and be open, you know? Amen. Uh, his love endures forever. I'll come in there after here. Taryn? By the way, uh, all of you, do not be breaking the naturopathic way, whatever that is. Just mind your P's and Q's, okay? Just think that's the take-home for today. It's not, but Taryn. Uh, this last year has been really crazy for Andrew and I. Um, about, a, I guess, over a year ago now, we had one of these talks. The kids were in bed, and it's one of those talks where you're like, as a married couple, you're like, that was a good one. That was, we made progress, we made decisions, this was good, productive. Um, and we made four really, really big goals for our family for the next year that we wanted to accomplish, because we were kind of at the point, two kids, we were still living in the a basement suite, two bedroom basement suite, where that we got married <laughs> six years ago. So it was like, okay, well, what is the next step? So we decided four big things. One was Andrew wanted a new job. Um, he was not happy where he was. Uh, number two, we wanted to have a baby, number three. Uh, number three was, uh, oh, now I'm forgetting. <laughs> Pardon? Oh, yeah, out of debt. He, I was just talking to him about this last week. <laughs> out of debt. And number four was um, new home. See, thank you, guys. Oh, my goodness. And then... 
Seriously. Okay, well, I'll start with one of them, Prego Brain. I'm 29 weeks pregnant. <laughs> so, yay. <clears throat> and it's another boy, so we're super excited. So, three boys, pray for me. Um, <laughs> so, we're due in July. Very excited about that. Um, but first of all, Andrew got a new job. He's now working with BCAA, which is a very well known, good company. He's a tow truck driver. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it ended up being more money. It ended up being just more than we prayed for. He um, gets, like, um, what's it called? Pension, all this kind of things that's just not even heard of in today's world. Um, so we're just really blessed by that. Pregnant, um, wanted to move, ended up getting a fantastic house just out in Poco where it went from a two-bedroom basement suite with our two kids to now a three-bedroom, two floors, um, huge. And it's really cool because I was um, reading my journal the other night and I started laughing because everything literally is just being checked off. And I actually had a list of my dream house and I read it to Andrew. And we were laughing because everything is ticked on it. And yeah, so God is just really good and... Um, we became debt-free as well. <laughs> so, and it was funny because uh, we became debt-free the same day we found out we were pregnant. So <laughs> it was a big day. <laughs> but yeah, just four massive prayers just answered in our family. And now we're kind of just looking at each other. We just celebrated our six-year anniversary yesterday. So um, just like now in conversation, what's next? And so God is good. And we truly believe that he answers prayers. And um, so now I'm making some new big prayers. So, but no more children. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you can adopt a girl if you really want to. Uh, for his love endures forever. Okay, I'm going to make this the last one. I know that uh, we could probably do this all morning. Yeah, hi. Um, I've been trying to gather the courage to speak for the last 15 minutes. Uh, I'm supposed to be in the kitchen at 9.45 to help with the refreshments, so you're you're you guys good. might not get coffee today. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, and I don't know how to use the coffee machine, so, okay. Okay, so uh, I just wanted to uh, say thanks in general. I came to BC six months ago. Um, I have a great sister and brother-in-law, Shani and Vincy, and they have two great kids, and uh, they have been good enough to let me stay with them all this time and totally mooch off them. And, um, yeah, and I got a great job, um, and I got my license, and I started coming to this church, and I love this church, and I love you so much, Pastor Devin. <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, so I just wanted to, um, you know, tell God that I'm thankful and I'm grateful. Like, I think once when I told Pastor Devin about this, I was telling him, oh, I'm so lucky. And then he said, no, you're blessed. You know, you're blessed, you know. So I want to see things that way. And I wanted to be part of this um, community somehow. So that's why I volunteered to help with the refreshments, which you're not going to get today. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I just want to say thanks in general. And uh, yeah, that's all. Wow, that was good. All right, you may go now. His love endures forever. Amen. Oh, that is so good. Wow. It's like a, a buffet when, you, when we do this. You never know what you're going to get. Let me just uh, read the last three, four, four refrains in this, and let's do it one more time. He remembered us in our lowest state and freed us from our enemies. He gives food to every creature. 
Give thanks to the God of heaven. Amen. Wow, we're going to uh, switch gears a little bit here. And uh, we've been uh, speaking of God's goodness, and, uh, and, and it's not just general goodness. What you heard this morning was very specific goodness to, to, to particular people that have experienced God's healing, God's touch, God's encouragement, God's answer to prayers, um, uh, dreams <laughs> fulfilled, all those kind of good things. And uh, there's no question God's love endures forever. <laughs> there's no question that our God is faithful. And there's no greater demonstration of his faithfulness and his goodness to us than what we see in the cross. The, the love, uh, the forgiveness, the grace, uh, all that Jesus has done uh, redeeming us from our sin and uh, clearing our account and making a way for us to be whole and, and new and reconciling us to God so we can actually approach God and have a relationship with him. I love the, the verse that says, for those who receive Christ, for those who believe in his name, he gives the right to become children of God. That is what we are, folks. Children of God, as we believe and receive Christ. He says that before you're anything else in this world, you're a child of God, loved by me. And you want proof of that? Look at the cross. <laughs> Look at the cross. Look at the cross. And uh, through the history of the church, uh, this practice of remembering the cross, uh, taking the bread and the cup, uh, Christians have found the practice of communion to be a place of healing. Uh, healing of hearts, experiencing God in a fresh way, the forgiveness of God, healing of consciences, healing of bodies and minds and relationships. God cares about those things. This is a, a table in light of this table we're reminded and encouraged that we can come to God and ask him anything. You hear that? There's no request too small and certainly no request too big. And God is God. This morning, part of our communion experience, we're going to invite you to come up in a few minutes. And, uh, but our prayer team is going to be at the back, kind of lined up at the back there. And so you come up this way, and if you'd like, you can go back there and receive prayer for anything, small or big. Um, as I said a couple weeks ago, the, the size of your God determines the size of your prayer request, and the size of your prayer request determines your answers. And I mean, I, I think God wants to do all kinds of practical things in our lives, but how much more does God want to do in our lives? Um, we have a big God. I'm going to invite Angel to come on up here. Uh, she's been all week, every time we talk, she's been mentioning this scripture. Uh, it's from John 4, verse 10. Uh, context is uh, the woman at the well that meets Jesus, and Jesus has this great uh, response to him. And uh, Angel, do you want to share kind of what's, what's been on your heart? Because this has been resonating with me this week, and, and I think it's for our people. Um, I was uh, praying this week... Anyway, um, I, I have a day I, I spend fasting and praying, and I was praying. And I was studying John chapter two, uh, 4, 
And there's a verse, um, this is Jesus talking to the woman at the well. He says to her, if you only knew the gift God has for you and who is speaking to you, you would ask me and I would give you the living water. And as I read that, it was almost like pause here, you know, and I, and I paused and uh, I sense this is the heart of God. If you only knew the gift God has for you. Just pause there. If you only knew the gift God has for you. I uh, have two boys, Caleb and Noah, and I would give my life for them. I would give the best things. I want the best for them. And me being evil and self-centered and selfish know how to give good gifts to my children. How much more does the Heavenly Father want to give you good things and his spirit? Um, I just paused there for a long time and I prayed for many of you. If you only knew the gift God has for you, you would live a different life. You wouldn't hold on to things so tight. You would release them. You would let them go. You would live a less stressed of out life. I would live a less stressed out life. If you only knew the gift God has for you, he wants to change your life, not to punish you, but to bless you, to give you amazing, amazing life that he thought of even before the foundations of the earth. If you only knew the gift God has for you. And then he says, and if you knew who is speaking to you, and I sense this morning, that's the invitation for you. Do you know who is saying that to you? Those words to you? He's the one who gave his life for you. He is the one who's for you, not against you. Some of you think God is waiting for you to make a mistake, to nab you. That is not the father we have. He is for you. We heard that throughout this morning. He is for you, not against you. He's the one who redeems you from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion. He's the Lion of Judah. He's the one who sits on the throne, King of kings and Lord of lords. He's the, the healer among you who wants to heal you, not just your little things, but the big things inside that no one knows about, that you are aching within. He wants to heal, to restore, to sustain you. 
And he is the one who says to you today, if you only knew the gift God has for you, you will ask for the living water that will sustain you. The spirit of the living God to, to give you the winds beneath your wings to walk that next journey, to take the next courageous step, to obey, to walk in freedom. And this is the one who invites you. If you only knew the gift God has for you and the one who is calling you. Do you know that gift? Do you know that gift? And who it is that offers it to us? Well, we're going to invite, I'm going to invite right now the prayer team, all of our prayer team, our elders, would you go to the back and just get ready to, uh, to pray? would encourage you to do that right now and just be ready to receive people. Um, and then I uh, want to invite you to come and uh, how we're going to, just let me give you a kind of sense of how this is going to do. You, you, some of you are logistics types. You're wondering, how do we actually get up here and do this? What I'm going to invite you to do is come down the two center aisles uh, and uh, you just come and, and it's by intinction, which means you take a piece of bread and you dip it in the cup. And it, ideally, you probably eat it right there. Uh, or you can carry it back to your seat. Um, and then what we're going to have you do is kind of walk in this way around the front and then out by the sides. And we've got enough room in the aisles today that uh, people can come back to their seats. So people are going to be looking like they're butting by you. But they're just trying to get back to their seats. So does that make sense? So on the night that Jesus was betrayed, he took bread and he broke it, and he gave thanks, saying, this is my body, which is given for you. And then he took the cup and said, this cup is the new covenant of my blood, which is given for you. Eat this, drink this, in remembrance of me. And so if you know Christ, if you love Christ, and you want to love him more, come on up and enjoy this feast that's put before us. The body and the blood of Christ given for you. Thank you, Lord. And then I'd encourage you to head back that way. And uh, if you need prayer, our prayer team would love to pray with you.